Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, a.k.a. The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal with episode number 37 of Giving Your Best Life. So I'm coming to you today to give you an update on where I am. If you've followed any of my journey, mainly I'm posting on Instagram. If you're not following me there, giving underscore gal. Go check out uh, any of my recent posts, but a couple of weeks ago, I got bit by a brown recluse spider. They're venomous. There's no treatment for it or no anti-venom. Um, I was in the hospital, got out of the hospital, and since then, I've been dealing with side effects as it relates to the antibiotics that I've been on and off. A week ago today, actually, I had to go to Infusion Center, get an IV antibiotics, which has continued to cause reactions. With all that said, and why I'm telling you that, is today I want to talk about five ways that you can keep fighting for your goals as you go through difficult times. So, Um, When this spider bite happened, I was a couple of weeks out from having to step on a live stage for the first time in over a year and give not one, not two, but three keynotes at a women's retreat. And this was actually something that was scheduled back in February, but due to crazy weather in Indiana, it got super cold, there was um, blizzards, they rescheduled it for April. I was so excited because I thought, oh good, it's going to be warmer, like just more comfortable. And it gave me a little extra time to prepare, which they didn't call the event in February off until a couple of days before the event. So most of my preparation was done, but I'm also, when it comes to working on my talks, I'm constantly making edits I like to practice a lot um, because I respect the time that an event planner has given me. So if they gave me an hour, I want to speak an hour. I don't want to speak an hour and 15 minutes. If they give me 45 minutes, I'm going to speak 45 minutes. And so um, I had a lot of my talks done. But when this spider bite happened, I really felt like God gave me a different message, at least for day one. So this was an event. It was Friday night, one keynote. And then Saturday, I had two keynotes and I switched everything up for my first keynote because I had been through this literally life-threatening um you know, scenario or whatever you want to call it. And I have had to deal with a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear. And 
we see, at least I do, and I hope maybe you're learning as you step out and practice giving maybe in different ways since you've been living, listening to the podcast or even working on your goals. Like fear is something that comes up in both of those areas. Like and you might say, Stephanie, how does fear come up in giving? Well, It takes courage to especially like reach out to strangers, ask them if they need help, especially those that you see in need, have conversations with homeless people, Um, you know, just in our everyday lives, it's easier at times, and I'm speaking from my own experience, it's easier to turn the other way, to not make eye contact, to act as if you didn't see something. And I hate even saying that, but that's just the reality of, of human beings. And sometimes that's, you know, we're on a mission to um, get to where we're going, we're busy in life, we don't want to get involved. But other times it has to do with like making giving about us. I've probably said this on past episodes is like we don't want to be rejected or what if they say no to our gifts. So it's just taking time to notice those people around us and respond. Um, But as I led up to this talk on Friday, I was really starting to get anxious because I changed everything around and... um. I I didn't have the preparation time that I normally have, especially for a brand new talk. I spend a lot of time and energy. I go over it just to work on the flow, make sure I don't repeat stuff, uh, make sure it makes sense. Like sometimes when I'm just uh, working and, and speaking, it's like God gives me stuff, but a lot of times it's not in the right order or I'll repeat myself. Anyways, so as I was preparing for this, Um, actually even the event planners, I was not feeling well. I was still having side effects. I'm still having side effects today as, as I record this is the event planners like basically told me you don't have to come. Like we'll figure it out. We'll find other speakers. And, um, I think sometimes when we're going through difficult challenges, and this is different for everybody, you really have to know yourself, you have to know your body, you have to know uh, what you can and when you can push and when you can't. Um, And so, you know, as I give this advice, I'm speaking about my own experience. And if you go through something like this, you have to do what's best for you. You have to consult with your doctors and, um, counselors or whoever you're working with. But for me, if I think about the way that I made it to the stage this past Friday is there were five things um, that kept me fighting for that goal to make it back to the stage. I mean, this as a speaker, that's where I want to be. You know, like I don't want to turn down those opportunities, being very transparent. If you want to be a speaker, like it's so hard to get opportunities, just finding people, people trusting you with your stage, especially if you, you're not a big name. Um, it takes a lot for that event planner to say, yeah, I'm going to take a risk for you. Even though I've been doing this for years and I have a lot of great testimonials and everything, it's still hard to get a speaking opportunity. And um, this is a quick plug. If you're listening to this and you're booking speakers, like I would love to be one of your speakers and come speak on your stage. So anyways, five ways that kept me fighting for this goal of speaking at this retreat. One is I had to focus on what the opportunity was and the impact that I thought my speaking would have for the women that were going to be 
in the audience. I really felt like God giving me a powerful message. And, you know, the devil doesn't want us to succeed. The devil wants us to quit. The fear is the number one way that I think the devil attacks us and uses us um, to not go where, where God is calling us. And so I also knew I had started to hear from the event planners and people that were involved in the event that like women were just so excited um, for for this event and just to have somebody pour into them and to focus on themselves because everybody knows listening to this, this has been a very rough year. And so I focused on the opportunity, I focused on the impact, and I didn't want to forego this opportunity. And so Whenever you're struggling with your goal is think about who you're going to impact. Stop making it about you and what you can get out of it, but start making it about someone else. Number two is I've had my ups and downs over these past week, even when I was in the hospital. Like there were times when I was in the hospital, I had energy. I would be up walking around. I'd be like doing yoga stretches. People would come in and they would comment about how much energy that I had. And so if you're going through a difficult time, whether it's physical or mental, is when you feel well in those times, don't waste it. And that's what I really tried to do because there's a lot of times that I haven't felt well, but what I tried to do is the times I was feeling well is that's when I was working on my talk, working on my speech, working on flow, working on... um, just anything, anything as it related to the retreat. I didn't want to miss that time because sometimes it's easy when we feel good to almost just relax. Well, I had been doing a lot of relaxing uh, when I didn't feel well. So that's number two. Number three is we have to give ourselves grace. I don't know about you. I am a perfectionist. When I get on the stage, I know someone is paying me. I want to deliver my best. Um, And I've spoke about this on past episodes. If you go back to episode number nine and number 32, I talk about giving grace to others and how that can be a gift, the gift of grace. But sometimes we have to give ourselves that gift. And so I knew When I stepped on that stage Friday, because it was a brand new talk, that it wasn't going to be as perfect as I would want it for any speaking engagement. And I knew that I did the best that I could with the energy that I had, and I had to show myself grace for... Um, I don't want to say lack of preparation because I spent a lot of time preparing, but even for me, I didn't feel like it was my best talk. Now, with that said, after I got through my third keynote, um, even after that first one, women coming up to me, sharing how much it meant to them, how much it impacted them. Um, I got a standing ovation, which that was always one of my goals in life is to get a standing ovation when you speak. That's the second time that's happened to me. But um, I don't know if they were just being very kind because they knew the struggles that I'd had to get there. But I, I really do feel like Uh, the message that God laid on my heart resonated with these women and they will walk out of there. They walked out of there and will make changes in their life. So number three, give yourself grace. 
Number four is if you go back to episode number 29, I talk about this long-term mindset for our goals. And this is what I love about goals is there's there's all these rules and there's a time and a place. So that long-term mindset is so we don't give up. Sometimes when things get difficult, we have to think long-term. Um, but also for this, I had to think very short-term. Um I had three talks and honestly, like all my energy was going into talk number one because I felt like that was the newest talk. The other two, I had given similar talks. Um, I knew I could get up on the stage. I don't want to say wing it, but I know that content very well. And so I had to focus on short term, the immediate opportunity once I got done with the first keynote, which wasn't until like 9.30 at night, I think it didn't start until 8.30, and on the drive home, I started working on my talks for the next day. That morning, I got up early again, started working on the talks. The drive back to the retreat, I was working on my talks. Uh, when I got to the retreat center, like I had a little bit of time before I spoke, and uh, even then, I had like an hour between keynote two and keynote three, and so I just focused on short term what was in front of me. So that was number four, and it was also like. Sometimes if you focus on the short term, then you get those quick wins also, and that gives you a hit of dopamine, uh, which can get you excited for, you know, working on that next little goal. Five, I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but sometimes we have to do this to keep fighting for our goals is fake it. I will tell you, on Friday night, I felt incredible. I felt like myself. I had energy. I was interacting uh, with those that were attending. Like, I just felt great. Saturday morning, I felt okay, being honest. But once I got there, and it was probably, I don't know, 15 minutes before I went on stage, they were doing praise and worship music, and I started to feel like, crap. And like my heart was racing. And I don't know if some of it was anxiety. I usually don't get that much anxiety before I go on the stage, but I just didn't feel good. It was like everything hit me at once. Like I had poured all my energy into the night before. And then now I was like, taking a fall. I even walked over to the window while they were still doing praise and worship and just looked out and just tried to do breathing exercises. But I was just like, I feel like crap. Um, but as soon as they called my name to take that stage, boom, I had to muster the energy, muster the courage, get up there and shine. Um, I had to do that again for the third keynote. I had to interact with women and uh, I, I just faked it. I put on a good show. That night when I got home, I had a reaction. Uh, I had to take Benadryl, which knocks me out. Um, it didn't really help. I was up most of that night. I took another dose of Benadryl and I didn't get out of bed until one o'clock on Sunday. And so, um, you know, sometimes we have to fake it and get through our goals um, as we keep fighting for those. But no, we may pay for it on the back end. And I did. And um, I'm a couple of days out from that and I'm feeling okay. But 
just know that sometimes as you have a goal, difficult things come up in your life is you have to decide, you know, is this worth fighting for? Can I fight for this? What's best for me? What's best for the people that's impacting? And at the end of the day, it has to be your own decision. But I feel like a lot of times people give up too easy on their goals. And so you have to challenge yourself to make sure that you're not using whatever's going on in your life as an excuse. And I've like I've had people that have wanted to hire me as a coach and maybe I work with them a session or two and I realized that everything is an excuse in their life and you have to be real with yourself is to go am I using this as an excuse? Or, you know, is something, is it really as bad as I think it is? And I need to put this goal, you know, by the wayside for a little bit. And that's okay. That's okay. It just, it just depends. Um, The other thing that I want to say is when it came to gratitude, like I practiced that throughout this time. And maybe this is number six. I know I talk about gratitude a lot, but ensuring that as you are going through these difficult times is that you're focusing on what you can be grateful for. So I was grateful for the opportunity. I was grateful for the women that had the courage to show up to a live event. I was grateful for the people that were like buying my books and t-shirts and um, interacting with me and sharing their stories with me. I was grateful that my mom toted me around. We had like a 40 minute to an hour drive, depending on which way we took. And so I was grateful that my mom took the time out of literally her whole weekend to tote me around. I was grateful for the women that were praying for me, which I think I'll talk about that on the next episode is this is a great gift that you can give to others is just praying for them. And, um, I think there's various ways that we can do that and show people that we're praying for them, letting them know, and that can be a great gift. So that might be your gratitude challenge is as you're going through difficult times, continue to think about what you're grateful for and your giving challenge. Um, you know, reach out to somebody who's going through a difficult time, ask them specifically how you can pray for them. Okay, friends, I've taken up enough of your time, but thank you for listening. Thank you for the messages that I'm getting. It seems like sometimes my message hits uh, particularly women at the time that they need it and uh, continue to share this. Share it on social media. Tag me, like I said, on Instagram, giving underscore gal. And uh, I love you and thank you for listening and get out and get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.